0: guys and welcome back to another episode of we believe do you a paranormal podcast i'm michelle
1: and i'm eric
0: today's episode is a deep dive how the hell are we already in july
1: dude i swear like i feel like these months are going by super fast i I honestly don't i I feel like i'm already having to i'm already supposed to be working on my my deep dive next yeah (laughs) and it's crazy
0: it is, it is crazy to the point where I was like, Eric's like, hey, you want to start recording early? And I was like, "Uh, no, I am literally still working on the report because I had an entire month. And of course, me being me and <laughs> procrastinating because life. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
1: See, the thing the thing about being a procrastin- procrastinator is like I can have an entire month to do like knowing, OK, I have to do a deep dive at the at the you know beginning of yeah. the of next month. And I will not do it until the weekend before it's due. <laughs> and that's sure. how I was in school too. And yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Yeah. Get it but done.
0: I was gonna say, still got the grades. Yeah. <laughs> I think some people just work well under pressure. I I don't know if I necessarily work better under pressure, but I do it to myself anyway, every single time if there's a deadline.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I gotta I gotta be better about that. But I mean I've been uh, it's been uh 30 years of doing yeah, this reason. shit, so uh, I don't think it's changing anytime soon or yeah, ever.
0: I feel that, I feel that, but uh, yeah, so today's a deep dive. Uh, I kept going back and forth on what I wanted to deep dive. Uh, I thought I had it set a couple of times. I, I actually had started other reports and then just kind of wasn't feeling it. And then I was like, you know what, I, I'm gonna do something kind of out there, it's not a cryptid. It's not a you know aliens or alien abduction, and it's not a ghost either. Um, maybe it's all three, but hmm. we'll let me read through it, and you guys can make your own decision. And uh, I, I want to say I can guarantee you've never heard this story before. But... I mean,
1: probably I, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of half of the stuff we've ever talked about. So <laughs> y- your assumption is probably correct.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I'm I'm curious to see if if anybody else. Um, has heard of this, but, uh, yeah, I remember hearing this for the first time and I well, obviously had never heard of it before, but, uh, I thought it was really weird and would love to go back in time and figure out what the hell, um, happened here. But, uh, yeah. You ready? Right.
1: No, <laughs> oh. actually. Okay. Uh, I purposely, cause usually we have a little meet quote unquote meeting, AKA cheese, me catching up shit, <laughs> uh, before the, before we record, Okay, let's try this again.
0: Here we go with the crazy uh, technology. Knock on wood. Yeah. Happen again. All right.
1: I mean, I don't know. It seemed like my computer crashed, but I don't understand why I would have done that. Yeah. And then I came back and I couldn't see you, and it was weird. So, anyway, okay. I was going to tell you, well, I mean, I'm going to tell you that uh so ruth reached out to me recently she like called me she was like hey i need to tell you something and she tells me i was like you're gonna have to write that down because i i like i understood the story but i need to understand like what the cat looked like so all right third time's a charm guys
0: Fifth time
1: fifth fifth time (laughs) fifth time's a charm
0: parting five
1: (laughs) uh i don't know what's going on uh, my parent, I was, it looked like my computer crashed and then threw off my microphone. And then, so I was trying to adjust that it's, it's taking forever, but we're here now. Hopefully get through this, no more issues. Okay. Uh, so like I was saying, Ruth, uh, called me and she was, she was like, I need to tell you something. So apparently at her mom's house, they're making a carport and, uh, these guys that were like, you know, working on the carport, they come in, they're like, Hey, uh, we, we just found a body. And then, what? so yeah, exactly. So when she says that, I was like, "Wait, what?" And she's like, "I'll get there." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and uh, so her mom was like, "What do you mean you found a body?" And they're like, "Yeah, we found a body." And she's like, "Wait, is it like an animal?" And she's like, "And they were they told her, yeah." Uh, and then she said, "Is it a cat?" And then she's they were they told her, yeah, uh, but it's weird because apparently, uh. It was
0: not decayed.
1: It was mummified apparently.
0: Ooh.
1: So then she texted me this later. She was like, so my mom said that it was mummified. The blue colored uh, shirt that my dad wrapped in uh, it in, of course, was a gray color. The person that was trying to remove it had to sit down and anchor himself to take it out of the ground. I guess it was that stuck and petrified in there um, and that her mom thinks that maybe it just didn't want to leave uh, the spot it was very protective of the house and even though it wasn't their cat she says that whenever they would take off somewhere it would always uh, greet them immediately uh and start telling them like what had happened i guess like just start meowing at them yeah (laughs) and she goes of course that's not possible but she said that in its own way it would make its point and that the cat had just showed up that it probably belonged to somebody else but they named it titi Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah so she said that they pulled up this cat and i'm assuming it still maybe had fur and stuff because they just said it was mummified that it didn't like for as long as it had been down there like you would assume that it was just like bones and stuff like that but yeah uh yeah huh maybe you can get a cat skull
0: Mm, i am super i don't know for some reason like a cat or a dog's dog skull is like off limits but like any other animal is okay um uh yeah just knowing it was someone's pet but then it's like a coyote or a, like would be perfectly fine but not a dog i don't know it's weird
1: so what would you have done if i would have brought you that dog school
0: uh probably would have done something with it but <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know yeah when you're like there is a caller i was like nope and i'm done yeah but yeah Uh, all
1: right well okay i let's get into your deep dive now yeah yeah, we've wasted enough time with all these technical issues and shit
0: yeah we're supposed to start recording at nine it is 10 o'clock we're supposed to end at 10 o'clock so let's do this one hour (laughs) one hour long podcast at least i don't have to work tomorrow Um, i do
1: and i have to go um, in half an hour early
0: oh shit okay well let's get through this um so i will start start off by saying that this, what I'm about to tell you is kind of a, a retelling um, from these chroniclers, is I guess what they used to be called back in the day. Uh, but William of Newborough and uh, Ralph of Cogshulls. Cogshell. Anyway, sorry, I tried. Um, and supposedly uh, these people heard the story recounted by the person it like happened to. I'll, I'll say Sir Richard, and you'll find out who Sir Richard is a little bit later. Um, so it all starts around 1150 CE uh, in England. Uh, is having a super rough time right now. King Stephen has uh, seized the country, or had seized the country about 15 years prior, and the country is just like in shambles. Uh, and everyone's been at each other's throats, so it's it's basically like a civil war going on um, in England, there is like no law or order and people are just going broke and starving. And it's just chaos. Basically. Um, that's unfortunate.
1: Story... It's a very good show. What is law and order?
0: Oh my God. Uh, <sighs> dad jokes. Uh, so this, the, the story actually takes place in a little tiny little vi- village called Woolpit. pit. Um, I will say it's it's I've heard it pronounced wool pit, but I've also heard wolf pit with an F, but there is no F. It's W O L L P I T. Um But uh Wool Wool Pit literally translates to wolf pit for back in the day and for obvious reasons it's because they would use pits to catch wolves. wolves. But anyway. <laughs> um so it was Makes a, a tiny Yeah, right. It was a tiny village about a hundred miles northeast of London. And, uh, considering everything that was going on, uh, in, in England at the time, Woolpit was actually doing pretty well and it had, uh, the, the land there was very, uh, fertile. And so crops were thriving and it was bringing in a whole bunch of income. It was obviously a whole bunch of farmers that lived there and whatnot. And, uh, they were kind of close to the larger, like, bustling cities. So, I mean, the townsfolk were, were used to travelers in their town and passer, passers by, you know, things like that. Um, but this one day in the fall, while the farmers were harvesting their crops, something caught their eye in, in a field nearby. And it was two children, a brother and a sister, uh, hanging out beside one of the wolf pits, like an actual wolf pit. Um, and obviously that's what gave the the little village its name. Uh they t- they looked to be about like 4 or 5 years old. The l- the little boy did look younger than the girl, but they definitely looked like brother and sister. Like it was very obvious that they were siblings. And so these farmers go over to check out these kids and they noticed that something wasn't quite right about them. Um for one like their clothes looked nothing like what i guess the villagers were used to um the style was weird it had very like bright colors yeah like very bright colors that they weren't used to um and even the fabric like they didn't recognize like the type of fabric that was used so that was just super weird um that wasn't even the weird part though the weird part uh was as they got closer they noticed something about the children's skin and they got closer and closer green,
1: Mm.
0: bright green, like bright, bright green. Um, And I mean, they, they are like, okay, like maybe it's just the, the, you know, the trees like reflecting the light. And I was like, no. And like, okay, it's painted. It's dyed. Like, no, their skin was literally just green. Um, Their eyes even had like an olive hue to them. And um, when the kids spot the farmers, like they, they freak out a little bit, obviously, like they're, they're alone, they're little, and these group of people are coming at them. So they freaked out a bit. And um, when the farmers started talking to them, like, you know, trying to figure out where they're from, they noticed that the kids didn't even speak their language um or speak english i guess i should say and they couldn't recognize you know what language it was like it didn't sound like anything they had heard before and they had nothing to compare it to like it was essentially just gibberish to them mm-hmm. um they eventually get the kids to i guess they calm them down a bit or you know get them to trust them and they take the kids to uh, to town and bring them to a local knight named sir richard de com and i mean like knights back in the day they were basically like police officers and they you know provided that law and order that was lacking i guess in the rest of the country um but obviously two knights were well traveled and educated and you know knowledgeable so they're like all right well if anyone is gonna be able to tell us where these kids are from you know uh, it's gonna be this guy um, so they take him over and this Sir Richard guy is like I have no fucking clue like don't recognize the language don't recognize their clothes why their skin is green like that's just all weird um but he realizes this ki- these kids look like they're like starving like they're they're
1: um, emaciated
0: emaciated their you know sunken eyes their cheeks like all that so he's like all right well let's feed them. And he gives them some fresh bread. Like who the fuck doesn't love fresh bread? Like carbs, right? Oh yeah. But but they won't touch it. Like they want nothing to do with it. And it was almost like they didn't even realize that it was food. Um. So they left it there. They refused to eat it. And then they just start crying uncontrollably. Which, I mean, human, not human. <laughs> it's understandable Well, because um, i mean
1: imagine too that you're like say you go to an alien planet and then these people are like these aliens find you or what you think are aliens but really you're the alien and they're like oh my god poor kid or whatever and they're like here take this food and you're just like what the fuck are you giving me like i'm not gonna eat yeah. that shit i don't know i don't know yeah. what it is i don't know what you're
0: trying to do and they are young like i like work having worked with four and five year olds i'm like trying to picture like i don't know i feel like they should know but i who, who knows education wise like what they have or haven't learned um but so yeah they're they're freaked out and uh they won't eat but sir richard decides he's gonna let them stay with him because i guess why not so uh they actually refused food for for several days they didn't want to eat um and as the days go on obviously the children became weaker uh, and a lot of the villagers too were trying to to help by bringing them like different foods to try or like treats like sweets and stuff like that thinking like oh they're kids they're going to eat sugar right but nothing like they don't want anything um, and then finally one day they came across a food that looked familiar to them and uh, one day a member of, of Sir Richard's staff brought them a basket of raw uh so i i heard two different things and i don't know if they're the same things but i also didn't google it but i heard broad beans but i also read and or heard fava fava beans
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i don't know what the difference are you googling it
1: of course <laughs> okay what's the point of having a computer if we're not gonna google i they're like lima beans is what they look like
0: but are they the same thing oh yeah no no
1: uh broad beans also called fava beans
0: oh okay okay so they are the same thing all right Mm -hmm. cool yeah because i i kept hearing hold on i kept wait so uh, then
1: are fava beans lima beans are they something different or butter beans is what broad beans or butter beans google it (laughs) broad bean is a little bigger and firmer while butter bean is smaller and softer uh broad beans lima beans ligma ligma are lima beans the same as broad beans broad beans are a category that describes the shape of broad beans include lima fava and some runner beans so i guess all lima beans are fava beans, or all lima beans are broad beans, but not all broad beans are lima beans. Gotcha. Just like all whiskey is no, all don't scotch is whiskey, but not all whiskey is scotch. Gotcha. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> thank you for that. I can go in, beans. in. I can. Oh, please I don't explain. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, but thank you for clarifying that broad beans and fava beans it's just interchangeable. I assume, like it's the same thing
1: yeah i mean i guess like the the like broad bean is a type of bean okay so the broad so a broad bean can be fava lima or that other bean okay and just like again like i said whiskey like so whiskey is whiskey but you can go like scotch is a whisk is a whiskey bourbon is a whiskey and uh so yeah and then there's the Irish whiskey. They're like they're they are all whiskies. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying all all scotch is whiskey but not all whiskeys are scotch because yeah. if it's a Scot- if it's a whiskey made in Scotland then it's a scotch. If it's you know yeah but yes so that's basically okay. it.
0: <laughs> all right. Derailing
1: well, this fucking deep dive.
0: No no no, it's cool. It's cool. Um but yes, okay. So they they noticed these fava beans and they it seems like they recognized this and felt comfortable eating it so they like ate the shit out of these beans like that's that's okay. why they're
1: green mm,
0: is it is it? I
1: don't
0: know. it seems like it that's what I thought actually when I had first started hearing this that's I was like oh okay it's like it's like flamingos right Poor like they're pink fill. it's like they're pink because they eat so much shrimp that's mm-hmm. what I thought too they liked the beans and that's why but no uh, we will find out later okay. um so actually, we kind of don't, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) like we do, but we don't, but you'll, yeah, you'll see. But anyway, so, so they eat these, these fava beans and, um, but it it was weird though, because they started eating the stems versus eating the pods. Hmm. So like they weren't even actually eating the beans. Like the, the whole time they were like looking for the seeds or like, you know, the beans, I guess, um, but they had like one of the staff members had to show them like, no, like this is the pod. You break it open. Like you get the beans. Um, so it was weird. Like they recognize it. They were willing to eat it, but they didn't know how to eat it. Um, uh, so weeks go by and Sir Richard kind of starts to get a little soft spot for these kids. And, um, he doesn't even try and figure out where they're from at this point. He's just like, all right, well now they're like my my wards. Yeah. But well, and you will find out later. He, he didn't necessarily like treat them as like adopted children, but he kept them around basically.
1: So basically Batman.
0: Yes. Like Robin kind of thing or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would, I kind of, Yeah, so he he keeps them. He doesn't even try and figure out where they came from. And uh, the girl actually started to adapt to normal food um, and in time ended up losing her green color. But her brother, on the other hand, was super stubborn, like refused to eat anything other than the fava beans. Um, And, you know, he eventually becomes like super depressed and like even weaker than he already was because he can't live off of beans. About a year after arriving at Woolpit, it was decided that they were to be baptized because that's what you do. Um, of course, (laughs) but shortly after being baptized, the brother dies and he was a demon. (laughs) Something. Um, I mean, he, yeah, he seemed to be the younger of the two and he was already like super sickly. And yeah, he, he died shortly after the baptism. Um, some some reports or some accounts say that it was just before and some people say or some reports or accounts say that it was soon after. But either way, he passes away. So it leaves just the little girl uh, and the little girl continues to to live with Sir Richard and starts working for him as one of his servants. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, like I said, he doesn't actually adopt them as like his children. Um, so obviously she's lives with him she has to learn how to speak the language so she eventually learns how to speak English and uh since she now knows how to speak English they're like okay well now we can ask her where she's from like what happened how they got here and now she doesn't remember uh no no she remembers quite a bit um she actually I feel like I wouldn't but you know especially being like four or five years old Mm -hmm. um But anyway, she explains that they came from a land where the sun never shone and the light was like twilight. Mm. Uh, She calls their home St. Martin's Land and everything there was green, like even even the people there were were green and had green skin just like they did. Um, And she also claimed that it was guarded by a river. And that the people of Saint Martin's could see a luminous country on the other side of the river, mm. uh, but they had never actually been there. Like it, it she made it seem like it was impossible to get to, or like they couldn't cross the river to get to the other side or, and see what that luminous country was. Um, but one afternoon, she and her brother so she's basically recounting like how they got into the fields or how you know they got into wolf pit um and she says one afternoon her and her brother were feeding the the cattle in her father's fields and all of a sudden they started hearing bells or like chimes coming from just somewhere off in the distance and uh they couldn't tell where they were coming from but they kind of started to follow them. And then all of a sudden they realized that they were like overwhelmed with this like hypnotic force, like the, whatever these bells or chimes were like just hypnotized them. And they just started walking. Um, And they left the herd. Although some people or some accounts say that they followed the herd. Mm. Um, Either way, they start walking away towards the opening of a cave and they walk into the cave uh, and they keep walking and keep walking, just following these bells, these chimes. Um, and that they walked for what felt like days or weeks. Like it just was never-ending darkness in caves. And uh, eventually they came out on the other side of this cave. Uh, They're like blinded by the sunlight because I'm sure you can imagine being a cave for several days. Or what probably feels like several days. Like your, your eyes just need to adjust. Um, so they're like super overwhelmed. They had never seen sunlight like that before. Because remember, Saint... twilight. yeah, it's it's dark and the suns or the light is like twilight. Um, so they kind of like lay down in the grass to just get their shit together, I guess. Um, and that's when they were discovered by the farmers of Woolpit. Um, so that's her account of what happened. Um, so that's kind of it-ish, <laughs> <laughs> um, according to again those those writers. Uh, the girl was employed for you know many years as a servant uh, to Sir Richard, and apparently, then this is funny because it was like a whole thing in another podcast that I listened to. But he they described her as very wanton and impudent. Um, I had to Google what those words meant because I had absolutely no idea. Um, but basically she was promiscuous, I guess, or very just like openly sexual. Um, mm. and obviously that was not how you did it back in the day, uh, and and very uh like violent for almost no reason, or for like the little mm. things would like send her send the the littlest things would send her off, and she would, yeah get violent i guess so it turns out that she ended up you know living her life getting older she married a man uh from kingsland about 40 miles from from Woolpit, and apparently she was like uh did very well she changed her name and uh married a, a royal official named w- richard barn uh and then she went by agnes um so Like that was kind of that was kind of it. Like that that is kind of their story as far as like random kids show up in a field, no one knows how they got there, wearing weird weird clothes, doesn't speak don't speak English or any other languages they recognize, and I mean most importantly, they have green skin. Now, um everyone was trying to figure out who they were, where they were from. Let me just Give you some folklore background, which maybe might explain what these. Because what what'd
1: you say that the place are? was called?
0: Wolf Pit, but it's no, no, spelled no, no, no. there. Oh, uh, oh Saint, Saint Saint Arnold's. Hold on, Saint Arnold's land, Saint Martin's land. What are you googling?
1: I'm trying to see a map where it supposedly.
0: Well, that's the thing.
1: Oh, okay. It
0: doesn't actually exist. Exists. That's why it was so weird because yeah, that's not, it's not a town. That's not a city. That's not a village. Like it's yeah, nothing. So that's why it's so weird. And the way that she described it, like it doesn't make sense now. And I I will say there have been like guesses or hypothesis, hypotheses, um, uh, like maybe they confused uh, I wish I had written this down but it was like a possibility that they confused a certain town with and just called it St. Saint, Saint Martin's Land mm-hmm. there's something that's like kind of similar sounding and it is kind of nearby Wolf Pit and like maybe they traveled through like a cave tunnel and like popped out in Wolf Pit but yeah there and there's kind of a river but not really nearby so it was a lot of that it's like okay i I guess we can kind of place them here but like uh it's there's no exact exactly like what she described like it's stark it's this it's that like they just couldn't pinpoint it basically so for all intents and purposes, this place doesn't even actually exist. Like, there is no St. Martin's land. Or if there is now, like, there wasn't then.
1: Yeah, because I was going to say there is St. Martin, the island. Oh. But I, that's what I'm trying to see is where exactly it is, because I don't know where it. because it's apparently divided. Uh, it's, like, literally off the, it's, I guess, part of the British Virgin Islands, or maybe, like, it's, it's off, like, Miami or like Florida, like Cuba, Dominican Republic, and Saint Martin. It's a small island, oh. half French, half Dutch. But that's like not anywhere near the UK.
0: Yeah, no, like it. It was what only well, Wolf Wolf Pit was a hundred miles from northeast of London, so it had to be somewhere in that area. I mean, mm-hmm. like when you really think about it, like a four and a five year old walking, I'm sure it probably felt like days. Mm-hmm. or weeks, or whatever, but I mean, I can't imagine you can even survive for a few days with no food or water. Uh,
1: with no water, yeah. I mean, with no food, yes. With no water, no.
0: Yeah, so... Unless they're not children. Some of the lore and stuff, I mean, nowadays, we like, what do you think of when you think fairy?
1: Like, Tinkerbell? Like,
0: yeah, like, small wings Mm -hmm. sparkly kind of thing
1: well see it's funny because that's what i started when you started describing like what they like what was luring them to the field that they went to i was like I, i don't know why i was thinking fairies but i was like but if anything they're the fairies right
0: that was that's what was uh assumed for for many reasons that i'm about to explain right now okay um so, yeah, the, nowadays we think of, of fairies like small, tiny winged creatures, almost like, you know, humanoid looking. Um, but another description, especially for back in the day, you know, was like, oh, they're like goblins. They look like gnomes. They look like this. They have green skin. So that was like a ding, ding, ding. What?
1: Well, no, because because uh, fairy. Well, back then it was just fay. you know, like. hmm it wasn't really fairy but fae is a general term for a bunch of different like yeah creatures i guess
0: yeah and i mean one of them was that like it had green skin or they mm. had green skin and it was said that fairies were the souls of the of the undead or the dead sorry uh, that weren't good enough for heaven but they weren't bad enough for hell so they just kind of stayed in this middle Purgatory, but they were fairies. Um, Check out our
1: deep dive on the Fae.
0: <laughs> it was also said that the fairy world was dim and supposedly guarded by a large body of water. So mm. that also tracks with what she was saying. Um, and the fact that they traveled by cave, um, ancient Greece, or since ancient Greece, uh, it was believed that caves were thought to be portals leading to other worlds, which makes sense to me. Um, and in Celtic lore, caves are a sort of like highway for fairies. So it's like, it's it's just like checking off all these boxes. And again, granted, this is lore from different countries. So we're just taking these little bits of lore and it kind of like fits in with what happened here too. Um, they also claimed uh, that fairies are good at like... Um, persuading people i guess and like i mentioned before you know it it was said that as she got all uh, older that she became wanton and impudent but that like promiscuity i guess is like what they're referring to
1: yeah because i because i was thinking because i've heard that before or something similar where uh from that movie um a knight's tale Mm
0: -hmm.
1: where the guy tells him uh you've been weighed, you've been measured, you've been found wanting.
0: Oh, I didn't know that's what that was.
1: He goes, you've been weighed, yeah. you've been measured, you've been found wanting. And I was looking it up right now and it, and I just closed it because my computer, like, I don't know if it's just me or if it's YouTube, but my video is going really slow and my mm-hmm. computer, like, when I'm clicking on the different websites, it's it's going really slow. So I'm trying not to mess with it and have it screw up on us again. Um, but it just said something, like, it's basically, it's not a good thing. It's just yeah. been, it's just saying that you've been found, like, undesirable, basically.
0: Mm. Well, yeah. And uh, again, I'm I'm sure, especially back in the day, like,
1: yeah. And, and like, undesirable in the sense that, like, you're not, like, a good person or, like, nobody yeah. really wants to, like, have anything to do Around with you. you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yeah. So, I mean, that kind of uh, went along with, yeah, I guess... That's how she would, like, get things is by being kind of promiscuous or, like, talking about things, like, sexual things that women and ladies did not talk about back in the day. Um,
1: You know, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that, too, because that's kind of what happened to... uh, natalie grace that that thing i was talking to you about i never uh... finished
0: it i was supposed to finish it when we got back but don't are you gonna ruin something don't ruin it then or
1: what well what episode were you on
0: i mean i do know that like when they put her in the like the psych ward that she was being real promiscuous and stuff yeah yeah Uh
1: And, and stuff like that so like and it happened there and then did you get to the part where she lived on her own
0: yes and that yeah like an old man in the the in the washroom yeah
1: and then that apparently there was also this old man that she would go into his house and be uh like she would be gone for like an hour or two and then like come back out which like if you think about her age at the time that's really fucked up
0: yeah
1: but at the same time it's kind of crazy just I mean, if you guys haven't watched it, it's a crazy, it's a crazy uh, documentary. Story anyway, yeah. Yeah. The, I think it's called The Curious Case of Natalie Grace, right? Something like that.
0: I don't know. I just saw the um, Natalie Grace because her, her name is like Bolt, but.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's on HBO Max or uh, I think it should still be on there. And, uh, but yeah, so it, it kind of reminds me of that too, um, because she was accused of that as well, of, of you know, manipulating people using like sexual favor
0: or whatever and talk and stuff yeah well yeah yeah, so that that's that was like another check checked box i guess of like that they're most likely fairies Mm -hmm. um the other legend is that uh if a fairy eats human food then they're bound to human world forever which Mm -hmm. would explain why um they were kind of reluctant to even eat anything to begin with. But as, as the girl started to eat more, she lost her color. Whereas like her brother, you know, continued to not really eat and
1: perished.
0: Yeah. Ended up passing away. Um, And then according to Celtic folklore, beans are actually the food of the dead, like zombies, ghosts, or fairies. So Hmm. also kind of another check of, you know, all they wanted to do was eat beans so yeah i mean now like people are trying to like figure out what what the hell has happened and uh in 1998 paul harris argued for a, a more a more down-to-earth explanation of the green children uh in the context of i guess like the 12th century history um he identified them as children of Flemish immigrants who arrived in Eastern England during the early 12th century and were later prosecuted uh, after Henry II became King in 1155. He proposes that the children's homeland or like St. Martin's land was a village of, uh, dang, Fornham, St. Martin. So there's that. Uh, it's just North of, uh, Bury St. Edmunds and he suggests that their parents were uh, Flemish cloth workers that settled there and um,
1: that's why their clothes is different
0: yeah so, supposedly and, uh, suppo- and that in 1173 the Battle of uh, Fornham during the civil war between King Henry II and his son the young King Henry and rebel forces led by Robert de Beaumont together with large number of Flemish uh, mercenaries had landed in Suffolk but were defeated by royal forces on the banks of the River Lark. And obviously like the Flemish mercenaries were just slaughtered. and so Harris suggested that they might have been uh, or that uh, there might have been violence against peaceful Flemish settlers in the area because now it's like they're just the enemy kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, kind of like what
1: happened to the Muslims and stuff like that.
0: That and like the Japanese when, oh yeah, you know all that that kind of stuff. So yeah, so he he suggests that maybe they, you know, were just or the children may have fled and then ultimately wandered into the wool pit. And they're obviously like disoriented, bewildered, and obviously spoke no English and dressed in unfamiliar Flemish clothes. He says that the children probably would have presented a very strange spectacle of the Wool Pit village- to the Woolpit villagers. And Harris believed that the children's color could have been explained by uh, hypochromatic anemia, uh, which also, which, or what? Also known as chlorosis or green sickness which Mm -hmm. I had never heard of, but uh, it's like the result of a dietary deficiency. Uh, Hyperchromatic anemia or the green sickness was historically known as chlorosis or green sickness (laughs) for the distinct uh, skin tinge sometimes presented in patients in addition to more general symptoms such as lack of energy, shortness of breath, uh, headaches, and capricious or scanty appetites.
1: Because I want to see what... um like if they have images of what people would have looked like but it's literally only like medieval
0: paintings and shit
1: yeah there's this one guy that does have like but it's like barely noticeable uh the green tint that Mm. he has
0: because i know there's like jaundice right but that's more like orange yellow kind of thing
1: yeah and, and, and like then, I said, this guy does have like this really like you 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 have to look at it and like be like okay yeah I can see like a greenish tint to him, but I mean I mean I guess at the time if you see that you it would it would look weird because at, at that point in time i don't i don't think that they would have had a very great understanding like even if you like with jaundice if you see somebody that's jaundice you're like wait, wait what the fuck's going on like yeah. why are you so yellow you know or why are you that color so i mean and, and that's the thing i was going to bring up too it's like you know because of the time that they were in uh now are we attributing these fair, these fair fairy things to them because like to explain that, or was that already a belief before these kids came out?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, mean I'm
1: not trying to say that it didn't happen or it's not true or whatever, you know, I'm just trying to think of other, like, like, you know, yeah. It, I mean it's crazy. It's it's kind of a crazy story, you know.
0: Well, have have you actually oh, man, and again, I should like I'm I'm just thinking about it now and I'm like I wish I would have looked into it, but that's what happens when you procrastinate, children. Don't <laughs> procrastinate. <laughs> um, but have you ever heard of um the the blue people? Uh mm-hmm. dang it. It's it was like, okay, so it was it was crazy. Uh basically this dude was born he had a uh almost like a silvery blue tinge to his skin. Um and it's like a genetic mutation sort of thing. Are and the people he, of Kentucky? Uh yeah, it could be. Well again, this this is like a legit sickness now, and we understand it in like science, and I'll like kind of get into that a little bit, but basically uh this dude had had this gene that kind of like made yeah mutated him made him look like he had silvery blue skin yeah that guy like but i don't know if it's just him or if it's this is another family so i don't want to say that it's that guy um but basically he ended up finding the only woman in that area that like
1: also had blue also <laughs>
0: had it but but the thing is like she had the gene but she did not actually have blue skin But then they had babies and I think they had like five children and like three of the five came out blue. And just like as they got older and they had babies and cousins, married cousins, like it was this whole town full of blue people. People. Um, And, you know, as obviously science progressed, they figured out that it had to do with like a mineral that they were missing And once they were able to, like, supplement that mineral, then their skin, like, changed back to normal. Uh, Mm. But it had to – yeah, I can't remember, obviously, the actual science behind it. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, so people kind of also thought, okay, maybe it's something similar, but instead of blue, it turns your skin green. Mm. Like, like, how crazy would it be if they had that, like, blue sickness thing, but – they also had jaundice is- so it made green yeah exactly like that maybe um but yeah so so again like this guy's trying to like debunk it right and th- those are his theories and um this other guy actually came came through his name is brian uh Hutton Hutton houghton houghton uh he said that harris's hypothesis as the most widely accepted explanation at present, um, he said that, and maintains that it uh, certainly suggests plausible answers to many of the riddles of the Woolpit mystery, but concludes that the theory is displaced uh, displaced Flemish orphans. It just like does not stand up in many respects. For instance, mm-hmm. he suggests it's unlikely that an educated man like Richard the Con- or Sir Richard the, the knight.
1: Um, wouldn't have known about the Fleming yeah
0: that that he would not have recognized the language spoken by the children Uh, similarly concerning green sickness uh, he counters this guy counters that uh, much of the contemporary population should probably have suffered from the same disease and also appeared green Um, the tone of green of the children's skin must have been something unprecedented and unusual so it's like yeah, like especially if they're at war with like Flemish and stuff like that, like they're they're around. Like he, he he would have known. So he's like, meh. Like I don't think, um, you know, his his hypothesis is correct. He actually, or sorry, uh, historian Derek Brewer explains that uh, he thinks the likely, like the core of the matter, is that these very small children herding or following flocks strayed from their forest village and they spoke little i mean they're four and five um and in modern times or modern terms didn't know their own home address right and they're probably suffering from chlorosis and a deficiency disease which gave the skin a greenish tint hence the term green sickness um and then with a better diet like once they started eating like obviously it, it went away so mm-hmm. that's I mean, all that to say, like, I think basically they're, they feel like they're orphans, but it's like the whole, I don't know, it's, it's weird because yeah, you can like solve, and I say that in quotes, certain parts of the riddle, but there's like, it's like, but what about this then? It's like, well, I can't solve that. It's like, okay, well maybe it is that. It's like, well, but then that wouldn't make sense for this other, you know, resolve of, of the issue so mm-hmm. nothing ever yeah like that's literally it like these two green kids show up out of nowhere don't speak english are dressed weird and literally have green skin they don't want to eat all they eat is beans one of them dies after being baptized and <laughs> like <laughs> and then the oldest learns english uh explains Wait, some weird
1: what if he didn't die or okay what if he, okay, so he is a fairy, right? The fairies are supposed to be people who passed away or died, but they're not good enough for heaven, but not good, but not bad enough for hell. So when he was baptized in the name of the Holy Lord, he was yeah. now good enough to go to heaven.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yep, I believe that. Well, and so, okay. I just solved the case. Eric solved it. Why'd, Why'd you East have Ventura? to yell into the thing? Sorry.
1: i have to adjust the volume then
0: because yeah no you're like right up in it because now it's fine but it's no i know but it's because
1: i've been right up in it before and like i feel like it doesn't do that yeah
0: i'm sure once i do post-production it'll kind of cancel that a little bit but um yeah well i i you know i feel like this kind of goes back to what i feel like i've brought up quite a bit as far as yeah back in the day we considered weird little green people as fairies kind of thing but nowadays it's like oh little green men like they're aliens and so Mm -hmm. are fairies of back in the day actually aliens or are aliens that we're seeing like the fae and like you know what i mean um so yeah is it that they are what like what if they're uh what do you call them hybrids or some shit like it's yeah this is me just bringing aliens into it but and the only reason i was bringing into it is like the green skin thing and, like, the little green men. Mm. um, But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I want to believe that it was just some sort of, yeah, dietary deficiency, deficiency. I guess, like they said, because that would make sense, like I said, with the the blue people. And, you know, because even – Well, I guess jaundice is more like you just need sunlight, right? And vitamin D.
1: Oh, uh, no, it, it's what it's with that? your liver. What's like, the... it, it could be uh. – uh, I mean, I'm sure like, I, so when a baby comes out jaundice, it's cause they have elevated levels of bilirubin. So they'll put them under like a UV light to kind of mm-hmm. bring those down and make them okay. get their color back. But a lot of times when you see jaundice, it's issues with the liver.
0: Like, uh, so, like, Kennedy. Yeah. Didn't, didn't he?
1: Probably. Yeah. I think, I don't know if he had cirrhosis, but oh. that could cause, um, jaundice cause oh. your liver's not functioning properly. So
0: a whole bunch of medical issues Mm -hmm. um but anyway yeah so and also keep in mind like this was accounts of like two different men like re uh writing down a story that was like recounted to them i mean supposedly it came right from the source of like this sir richard guy but obviously there's no way to actually confirm um but but yeah i don't know i thought it was kind of a weird story <laughs> um, I was like is it is it fairies is, is it cryptids is it aliens is it ghosts right because it's spirits of the undead um, but I just thought it was fascinating like caves being some sort of like portal into another dimension and you know things like that like shit I believe it
1: yeah because what I was also thinking about the cave is what if they went into the cave and they just got like turned around in the cave. And came back at the, the same like the entrance, and they're just like, "Holy shit, this is a new land."
0: I mean, four and five, like that's the thing. Like that's that's what I'm kind of struggling with is like, I don't know. I guess because I know some four and five year olds that are just very young,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I know four and five year olds that are like so much more mature and like, you oh know. yeah, yeah. But I don't know. What do you think? I felt it was kind of different. It wasn't a straightforward like this was an yeah. alien abduction it was kind of like a what the fuck was that yeah. <laughs> i don't know yeah
1: i was gonna say that kind of left me with like uh unresolved but then i think back on everything we've deep dive in really if you think about it nothing is really resolved <laughs> because we don't really know yeah you know so it's just yeah it's different it's weird um because they never flat out well i guess they do say that they were leaning more towards the fairy theory yeah um
0: yeah like especially back in the day they, it was like pretty well especially because of this you know historian or this um chronicler that that wrote it out the first time um he kind of hinted at that and i think kind of just got that ball rolling and that's just kind of what everybody believed and then again going back to like the some of the lore that i was telling you about you know what people Mm -hmm. associate with fairies and fairy world and things like that like it just checked off a lot of the boxes too so um the shit like even i was reading through it i was like yeah they're probably fucking fairies (laughs) like (laughs) probably but you know i again having or living in the modern age i'm like okay yeah i guess then it could have been some sort of like deficiency but but what like you know we haven't oh i will say i did hear uh in one podcast um and this was just like a super crazy out there like almost conspiracy theory kind of sort of thing is that um they were like well to do kids of like lords or ladies um and i guess like a a servant or one of like the people like working for the family um the parents died and were in charge of the kids, but knew that if the kids died, then he could like inherit their money. Mm -hmm. So he started giving them like arsenic and their oatmeal every day. And that, that is probably why their skin was green. Um, But I feel like a child that small would, would die before their skin turned green. You know what I mean? From arsenic. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Could be wrong, but Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like, like with everything that that we talk about, like a lot of these the fairy stuff, and and I and I know we talked about it during the deep the fairy deep dive as well. Um, and but even like with with these giants, and I know I've talked to when you know, in our Friday night conversations, like with Tito, I've, I've we've talked about like giants and stuff. and he, he's like. I, Like I want to believe and like, yes, I want to be like, yeah, it's like 100% real. But at the same time, like you have to think about, you know, what the people like sometimes you might see something crazy and then you try and describe it the best way that you can for the time period that you live in. So like the best your best explanation, you know, is this fantastical thing, you know what I mean? Or like with the barbarians like they may have seen barbarians and just thought of them and like the ogres or or Mm -hmm. whatever kind of creatures was, you know, became these, these people from this faraway land became these, you know, creatures for them, you know, because one, when they came back to tell their stories to the people, like, oh, we just went to this faraway land and we fought dragons and giants and all this other stuff. And, and stuff like that and maybe for them they were giants because they were like six foot five and they were only like you know five foot you know what i mean uh or five foot you know whatever seven um so yeah i mean but i mean it's interesting like i you know you kind of you do still want it to be real you know because you want it to be like this fantastical thing that's like crazy that happened
0: and i mean who knows maybe maybe it was but i don't know yeah it's just like one of those things like it's not like a more recent or like well-documented case it's just Mm -hmm. these two story story writers or chroniclers as they're called um and they come out in like other stories and stuff after the fact like people use it as inspiration or like different versions and stuff but Mm -hmm. this was supposedly the original
1: uh, story
0: story of what happened yeah and who they were uh, disney
1: disney will probably get it and make it into a movie later yeah,
0: i would hope so i wonder if there is i think there i know there's songs i wonder if there's a uh, any sort of like movie movies. i mean well shit it'd probably be a very short movie but <laughs> i <laughs> with with no uh no closure but uh yeah i don't know be interesting
1: yeah all right. Well, if you guys would like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedu.com On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social media. So make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook or Instagram. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening sites such as Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we will read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you want to reach us besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness, and if you send them in in Spanish, we'll translate them for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us, because we believe.
0: Do you?